0: Welcome back, WGAM's coverage of Merrimack Hockey. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy, and our score here at Lawler Arena is Merrimack 2. UNH 2, end of the second period. Joining us, Will Rothermel. He's the assistant athletic director at Merrimack for marketing, and uh, another sellout here again tonight. Will, uh, what, what number is that this year? Uh, this year, it's our fifth, I believe. Mean. I would have to, to check the records, but, yeah, we're, uh, we've had uh, just about
1: half of our games out this year so far, and it's a b- big one this year because, or uh, this week, because are back on campus uh, playing a ranked opponent in UH. UNH. But yeah, getting the students back into it, back in, uh, energized to have a real presence and get our team
0: going. Well, some promotions coming up. I know you'd like to tell us about uh, TV games coming up. I think every game but one at home the rest of the year is on TV, right? Yeah, we have, I believe it's five out of six of our last games are on TV. The next two being on
1: Nesson uh, against UMass Lowell and UMass Amherst. And then, uh, see twice, so it's, it's some good games down the stretch for sure. These next two games against UMass uh, Law and Amherst are picked, um, again, getting those students energized, so we're going to do a few giveaways, we're going to get them in uh, the door early hopefully so they'll be there for the, the Nesson pregame game when we're warming up, so uh, get our team fired up. Yeah, as far as promotional giveaways, we're doing a, a fan flag night uh, to read a, a sea of gold, um, Next week we'll be doing a whiteout. Uh, where we give out white T-shirts to everybody and, and encourage everybody to wear their their Merrimack white um, for that night to uh, cause a, a nice effect on on national TV.
0: Well, he must have had a pretty tough job, I would say, coming in this year. I mean, how do you top the last two? Right? You guys have sold out almost every game. The team was number one in the country last year. The year before went to the NCAA tournament. So, uh, you know, like I said, I imagine a lot of trouble. A, a lot, a lot of hard work has to be put in uh, on the marketing side of things and uh, with the TV games and, and everything else the attendance going on this year I, you guys must be pretty pleased yeah no it's it's great and
1: like you said i mean this is where we earn our money as marketers uh, to get these seats filled and when we're playing teams who are non-conference and not necessarily ranked, um, unlike uh, UNH and the VCs, uh, it's really where we make the money and, and getting people to come to the games and creating a, a good environment for our teams to, to get them going. Because uh, that's the biggest thing on our minds during the week is how do we get people there
0: and then how do we, uh, we get them excited once they're, once they're in the arena. You know, another thing, I go up there in between periods, uh, stop in the Blue Line Club. It's packed. You can't hardly make your way around, walk around inside there. That's got to be another thing that I imagine that you're happy about. But you I guess expansion in some ways of facilities for next year, the, the luxury boxes down the far end, there'll be four more luxury boxes, right? Absolutely, yeah. That'll be be—it'll be great for us to kind of expand
1: the Blue Line Club and uh, the hospitality suites where we can entertain uh, our guests and kind of get them excited about being involved with Merrimack Hospital and those those additional boxes and uh, the new lobby, the new pro shop, uh, the bookstore is all going to really enhance, I think, the whole experience of of coming here to Lawler. It will make the the parking situation a lot easier, a lot more accessible to the rest of campus. So, I think there's uh, obviously some uh, sizable improvements from a facility standpoint, but uh, the whole outside of our building is going to have a a new look to it. So, it will be a a much different destination and a much more desirable destination for people to come to. Did you
0: have a concern from a from a marketing and attendance standpoint coming into the year knowing the way that things were going to be disrupted for the construction that was going on and parking, parking and so on? Because it seems to me as though, in terms of the number of people inside the break, you haven't missed a beat since last year. Yeah, I
1: mean we, we knew that there would be some obstacles uh, we'd have to, to get through, but um, I mean the parking's changed probably every week and the, the traffic flow has been different every time someone comes here, but I think people understand that that's the price of, of progress around here. And um, they're, they're seeing every time, every week they come back, there's one more building up or one more... Uh, one more foundation so people know there's progress and it's, uh, it's scheduled to be done in, in June of, of this year so it, it should be ready for, for next fall when our kids come back in the fall for preseason the, those uh, facilities will be ready for them and yeah, they'll be up and running by then so it's it's an exciting time for sure.
0: It seems like keeping people in the loop and keeping them informed of what was going on with the emails and so on of, you know, the, the things that were going to change maybe that week parking and so on seems to have helped I mean like you, like you said you Disruption is never good. You know, people are going to get bent out of shape. But it seems like letting people know about what's going to go on, keeping them in the loop, has helped to minimize that. Yeah, it's it's just keeping an open line of communication with
1: all of our constituents, whether it's. Team, whether it's our season ticket holders, our Blue Line club members, whoever it might be, because really to make it a, an enjoyable experience um, is, a, is a big part of kind of retaining our fans and um, not just our students uh, but the general public and make them want to come back um, again. So keeping um, the transparency and just keeping that information available online, whether we're emailing them or keeping it up to date on our website, is huge. And obviously our sports information staff does a great job of uh, publicizing that. But yeah, that's a big big thing for us too in marketing to to keep that uh, information flowing to to fans and uh, people who come to the games just so they're aware when they do show up and they either have to walk a good ways or if they have to meander through some construction it's uh, it's very helpful to let them know
0: well tomorrow Merrimack plays UNH at the Verizon Wireless Arena up in Manchester Uh, I know you guys got a couple sections of tickets how have the ticket sales been going for Merrimack for that?
1: Uh, it's been good I think people are excited uh, to get back there Uh, we were there a few years ago for the double-A regionals so it would be good to get back there and UNH was there as well uh, during that regional so I think it'll bring back some of those uh, that excitement from that tournament although it didn't work in our favor a few years ago um, I think the guys (coughs) excuse me um, are excited to play up there too Uh, I know our fans are are glad that it's it's so close to us even though Durham isn't that far Manchester is even closer so it'll be more of a neutral site but I'm sure both teams will be ready to go especially after tonight
0: tonight's a good game We also work with the club sports here on campus. Uh, Quickly let us know the state of club sports at Merrimack. About how many do you have? How many uh, student athletes are involved? Yeah, we have uh, a dozen club sports at Merrimack, and it's growing still.
1: Um, The addition of the women's varsity team eventually, um, it'll start out at the club level. Um, We're we're really growing it as much as we can, because that's that's a big opportunity for us as tournament as far as uh, attracting potential students. Uh, Two clubs specifically are uh, club rugby team, the men's and the women's side, because that's not a varsity sport per se uh, at our school. So that's I mean, that's 70 kids right there playing men's and women's rugby, and uh, just enhancing those programs and offering as many as we can is really a way to attract the students who might otherwise go to another school uh, and a way to retain them as far as giving them a club some social interaction with other kids in the school.
0: All right, Will, thanks for all your work, all, all the work you do. I don't know how you, uh, you have time to sleep, but uh, we're, thanks for coming up to join us. We appreciate it. We will see you up there tomorrow at Manchester.
1: And I appreciate it a lot. Thanks, Mike. You guys do a great job.
0: Thanks, Will. Uh, it's will Rothermel has been our guest here, the assistant athletic director at Merrimack for marketing and also working with the club sports. Our score is Merrimack 2, UNH 2. John and I will be back after this. You're listening to coverage of Merrimack Hockey right here on WGAM, the game.